the ancient Sumerian king travel off-world and visit the aliens among the stars? Welcome to the Lost Chapters, guys. I am your host, Jacob. Joining us is our co-host, Wade. Hello, everybody. We bring you exciting new mysteries every week as we take a deep dive into the unknown and pretty weird sometimes. But this week, I have a very interesting story for you guys. What is this story, Jacob? What are you going to tell us? All right. So first of all, follow us on Twitter. That's always important. We love to interact with you guys. Follow us on Twitter. But without further ado, let's jump right into it. So how much do you know about ancient Sumerian gods? Oh, I know them like the back of my hand. Okay. So you know Agigi and all of them? (laughs) Yeah. uh, Agigi is... uh... (laughs) Shoot. Dang it. What's... uh... (laughs) Ah, uh, never mind. All right. So the if you are unfamiliar with the Sumerians, they are of the Mesopotamian origin, um, which is quite commonly referred to as the first civilization in the world, at least as we know it. Um, of course, civilization probably goes back much further. Nuclear war, all that, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the gods, Igigi, created the city of Kish. They laid its foundation, and the city was without a king for a while. So the gates were barred from the from the city, so no one could get in because they didn't have a king. So, a city, yeah, a city, Kish, and it had walls around it or something. Yes, it was created by the gods, but they had no king, so they kept people out of it. Gotcha. So Ishtar searched the land for a king, <laughs> and Nina also searched the land for a king. Elil searched for a king, and eventually all three of them found Etana, a shepherd, and they led him to the city. When they led Etana to the city, they built his days, gave him his scepter, and made him king over all the land. So, allegedly, he ruled all of this area for 1,560 years. It's a long time. Yeah, so he lived and ruled for 1,560 years. Um, he was chosen by the gods, who then endowed Etana with powers to rule. Um, so this this all comes from a this all comes from an ancient Sumerian text in the library of forgive my Sumerian here Ashurbanipal and Nineveh. Ah yes. So here's where we get into the the good the good stuff the story. So mm. this text I'm going to tell you a story about King Etana attempting to fly with an eagle to the heavens. In order to meet the sky god anew. This was all done in order to cure his wife's barrenness. So that he can continue his bloodline. And so. <laughs> at any point in this story Wade. If you get confused. Stop me and ask me okay. Okay. Alright. Alright stop. <sighs> I'm confused. Collaborate and listen. Ah. Uh, you got me there. Mm. Alright. confused about? So the king. This for a thousand years. A thousand five hundred sixty years. That's how long he ruled. That's how long he ruled. Okay. Yeah. So but he could have lived for longer. He has a giant eagle. No, no, no. So he is flying on an eagle to but see the sky god anew. Not his eagle. No, it is just a giant eagle. Did he tame it? Is he just I like think... a superpowers kind of king? So I'm gonna tell you right now this the uh, sky the giant eagle is an allegory for a spaceship okay okay yeah. makes sense that's just how they characterized it okay we'll continue to that in a little bit all right 
The eagle made ready to speak, saying to Atana, My friend, that god, we passed through the gates of Anu, Enlil, and Ea. We passed through the gates of Sin, Shamash, Adad, and Ishtar. We did obeisance together, you and I. I saw a house with windows. It had no seal. I dot 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 and went inside. Some of this is missing, but a remarkable young woman was seated therein. She was imposing, beautiful of feature. A throne was set out. The ground was trodden down. Under the throne, lions were crouching. As I went in, the lions sprang at me. I awoke with a start and shuddered. The eagle said to him, to Itana, My friend, the blank are obvious. Come let me take you up to heaven. Put your chest against my chest. Put your hands against my wing feathers. Put your arms against my side. My sides. Mm -hmm. So he put his chest against his chest. Arms, hands against wings. Arms in the side. And great indeed was the burden upon him. When he bore him aloft one league, the eagle said to him, to Itana, Look, my friend, how the land is now. Examine the sea. Look for its boundaries. The land is hills. The sea has become a stream. So they're getting higher up because things are getting smaller. Right, right, yes. When he had borne him aloft a second league, the eagle said to him, Look, my friend, how the land is now. The land is a hill. When he had borne him aloft the third league, the eagle said to him, Look how the land is now. The seas become a gardener's ditch, and they ascended towards the heaven of Anu. They passed through the gates of Anu, Enlil, and Ea. The eagle and Atana did obscience together at the gate of Sin. And then the eagle and Atana did obscience together. So, kind of a crazy story. Kind of hard to understand. Broken yeah. down. What this is saying is that there was a giant eagle who talked to Itana, the god. Or not the god, the king. And he told him, put your chest against my chest. And I will carry you up to the sea, the sky god. And then it tells the story of the eagle picking Itana up and flying up into the sky. So, this is actually part of a larger epic about Itana and Sumerian myths. Mm -hmm. But, I do have some clarification here. So, during this journey... He, it is reported that Itana flew to the moon, to Mars, and to Venus, and that the journey took about two total weeks. It's pretty fast. Yeah. So during this two weeks, the Sumerians prepared him, prepared him to be replaced in the town. He was going to be replaced the king by another king. Um, but when he was going to be replaced, he actually came back because you know he was gone for two weeks, so he came back. He returned to the kingdom. And he was accompanied by a blonde man who stayed with him and helped him rule. Blonde man. Mm-hmm. A blonde man. I'm so, blonde. You are blonde. He was blonde, dark-skinned. You're not dark-skinned. You're very light-skinned. This light -skinned is an audio podcast. Nobody knows that. Oh, buddy, they can tell. You're right. <laughs> so... There's actually an Italian historian who specializes in this story. Um, forgive me for I did not write his name down. But he says that the story roughly translates to the fact that there was a flying ship in the form of a shield. This ship landed behind the royal palace of the Sumerian king Atana, And two tall, blonde-haired, dark-skinned men came out of the ship. Whoa. 
Yeah, they were dressed in white and they were beautiful as gods. Their ship was surrounded in swirling flames. Um, I don't know if you know anything about like 100% accurate biblical angels. Uh huh. Yeah. They are. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty scary, and yeah. a lot of times they're described as like a wheel of burning fire. Huh. So I. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just saying. Huh. But these two men invited the king to come with them on the ship as a special guest. <laughs> the king's advisor tried to tell him no. I could imagine. I mean, imagine if like aliens came down today and they were like, "Hey Biden, we're going to take you with us." Everyone would be like, "Uh, hey, don't, don't do that. Don't yeah. go." <laughs> any any world leader would be like, "Yeah, don't don't go with them. You might not come back." And then we're down a world leader. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so they tried to tell him, "Hey, don't go." And I mean, if an alien asked me to go, I'd be like, "Heck yeah, let's go." So he did go. Um, and then the whole journey that we just went through, all that. So, there's actually some interesting things here. Is that there's been some changes over time. When this, uh, you know, they have different texts and stuff from past to present and all that. When this was first written, the first uh, actual reports of this, Itana was written with a prefix meaning mortal. And that actually changed over time to where he is now being written with the prefix meaning deity or god. Whoa. So at some point in history, he stopped being a mortal man that went and came. And he went instead, he became a mortal man that went and came back as a god. Interesting. Yeah. So that is a very interesting point point simply in the fact that he became legend so do you yeah. think he was turned into a god by aliens i actually do i do think that that is a good theory i think that when he went up because you know he was summoned by the gods to be the king or or very uh that's normal hear me out okay if you make a trip to the moon and to Mars and to Venus and then return to Earth you magically become a god you could you could no one has dis- no one can disprove that exactly and they gotta do it within two weeks yes if you know anything about space travel that's very quick <laughs> we're pretty far away y'all yeah I think going to Mars would take like months alone and then coming back would be another uh, another months. months. Go watch Interstellar. You'll understand. Yeah, yeah. Time time is an illusion. Yeah, it really is. It's a man-made uh, construct. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I actually do think that it's very plausible he was a mortal man that got picked up by the these, these gods and turned. And then in turn, they took him on this journey and he got turned into a god. And that's why he ruled for 1,560 years, because he was not immortal, but at least a deity. Yeah. Yeah. Live longer. And I think as they got more advanced and realized, hey, people die after 100 years. Like, this guy lived for 1,500 years. There's something different about him. Yeah. Did they? When did they figure that out, you think? Uh, I, don't, I don't know when they figured it out, but I know that it did shift. And I don't know if it was a gradual shift or if it was just like 
this section says deity and this section says mortal. Mm. I just know there was a shift. Well, you know, what if it was like after like a hundred years and he still looks pretty young? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it totally could. And they're like, uh, something's up with this guy. Yeah. <laughs> How come Why he isn't he like dying? my dad described him? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. So, I totally think that that could be it. Interesting. So, you know me. It's pretty easy for me to believe in most things. I believe the Greek gods and other forms of smaller gods. I believe in aliens. You know, I think that's pretty, pretty easy stuff for me to think is true, right? Right. So, <laughs> I'm about to blow your mind, okay? I'm ready. The gods that, that visited him were the Anukai. Which we'll have to do an episode on because they're super interesting. But I've mentioned them before, right? Anurai? The Anukai. Anukai. Mm, maybe. So, do you remember last week when we discussed Planet X? Yes. The Anukai were the ones who lived on that planet. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I just remember, forgot the name. Do you remember the year I said that they would have come down to Earth last that that one guy theorized? Uh, was it like 2100? It's 3600. 3600, okay, I was off. Wade, do you know when King Katana started his rule? Last month. I don't no, know. No, he's dead. <laughs> it was between 35 to 3000 BC. Holy moly! So, yeah, so, so... These two dates correspond with each other, right? All the evidence from these two different investigations, they point to the fact that these two things are connected. Oh my goodness. So, here's what I'm thinking. It was the year 3600. The Anukai are visiting. The only civilization on the Earth is the Mesopotamians, the Sumerians. Right. King Itana. When Planet X last touched Earth, passed close enough for them to come out, they found the earliest known civilization, the Sumerians, and they invited Itana to space with him. With them. They took him for a ride. He set in on some of their councils. He saw their cities. They took him along other cities. They endowed him with special powers, allowing him to live much longer than another human. And then they left. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, and then of course, these powers go down to his son. Because his son. He, his, his, this uh, whole thing he went to the sky god in order to cure his wife's barrenness it worked He, his wife bore a son who ruled for 400 years so he didn't live nearly as long but if the aliens did um, try and you know genetically modify him succeeded then they could have totally put, had some of his life lasting effects gone through of course, his seed into his wife and then into his child. Whoa. So, here's, here's, I want to know where you're at right now. What are you thinking? I mean, I'm thinking that it's aliens. Yeah, so I'm going to give you a final piece of evidence that I'm pretty sure is going to knock it out of the park. Okay. All right, so here's my final thoughts. This all happened after a great flood. Okay, it's called the Great Deluge. And as we know, Christianity, Greeks, Norse, all of these 
uh, all of these mythologies and religions mention a great flood. Right. So, not only this, but the theme of a man being carried away by an eagle pops up multiple times in other cultures. The Greeks have this kind of a story. The Romans, Alexander the Great dies, and it says that when he dies, he gets carried away on eagles. So, the Sumerian version obviously says that this happens first, and is the first to mention it. So, with me, I think the story is true. I think the Anukai grabbed Itana, took him on a ride, and then he sat there, talked with them, talked through things with them, watched their gods discuss, watched their civilization, and then he came home and ruled for 1,500 more years. Hmm. I mean, have you, have you ever played Assassin's Creed 3? Which one is that? That's the one where you're Connor, the Native American. Yes. Yeah, so the beginning of that one, you like, as Connor, you drink a potion made by the natives and go through a vision with an eagle. So, like, it's super prevalent in all of these Yes, I remember that. Yeah, and you, you, I, I've said it before, and you've confirmed it before. Whenever multiple different cultures from around the world talk about the same thing, it's hard for me to say that's not true. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's, oh, that's so cool. I mean, this kind of proves. So are you thinking, like, the Eagle is just a spaceship that has picked up people from around the world? Um, I think that's possible. I think in this instance, the Eagle is just an allegory for a spaceship because they couldn't, they didn't know what a spaceship was, so they said it was an Eagle. Um, mm. And I think that's probably a pretty popular thing around the world. I see. Um, because, I mean, we wouldn't know what a spaceship is if it came down. I mean, we, we could say, oh, that's a spaceship, but if it looked like something we have not expected a spaceship to look like, like, dang, what is that? Is that an eagle? Giant eagle? Okay. I get that. So, I think it's, I think it's simply, this story specifically is that there's just, it's an allegory for a spaceship. Interesting. trying to think what it could be what else like how did he i'm just i'm mm -hmm. i'm caught up on the living for 1500 years yeah or being king for 1500 years yeah that is throwing me for a loop because i feel like we would have heard more about it well i mean even in the bible it just like casually is just like oh yeah Abraham lived for like 900 years. He just like casually drops that to you, casually says that. And as we know, Abraham was a uh, disciple of God, mm -hmm. meant to spread things out. I think, I think at some point in time, people lived a lot longer. But I think in this instance, he lived longer due to the alien contact. Was this pre or post nuclear fallout? Post, like building. Building on post-nuclear fallout. First civilization after nuclear fallout. Okay. And if wow. you guys don't know what nuclear fallout we're talking about, there's a theory that um, civilization lasts for however long until nuclear war happens, and then it restarts from the cavemen to advancing to nuclear war <laughs> over and over and over again. And the Earth's gone through like six or seven cycles. Yeah. So... 
post that building on that. Post that building on that? Mm-hmm. I think it's true. I believe it. But it doesn't take much for me to believe things. So. I <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and listeners, I am tall and blonde and what was what were the other descriptions? I wear dark white skinned. Wear white <laughs> maybe not very dark skinned, but tall, dark skinned, blonde, and as beautiful as a god. And which I'm I don't on know, like fire. No, their ship was on fire. My ship my ship is on fire. <laughs> Your my truck <laughs> yeah my flames. truck is on fire <laughs> like freaking ghost rider driving oh, down no. the street <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah so i don't know there's been i don't know if the the let me hold on let me google something here anukai skin color that is a snake no Oh, wow. Gilgamesh was a demigod uh, who stood seven foot tall. It's a big dude. <laughs> this website says we can imagine the Anukai were roughly the same height as modern-day basketball players. <laughs> 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 they were just... <laughs> Space Jam. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh Get my... ready for the jam. The Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna come down it's gonna be judgment day and they're just gonna fucking give us your best basketball team <laughs> <laughs> oh god 50 year old michael jordan oh my god okay Shaq. i have no idea what i'm getting into some serious stuff here i don't know what i'm <laughs> there's a mesopotamian demon king there's a scene of this really pale-skinned, scary monster right next to Ariel from The Mermaid. I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm looking at here. <laughs> All right. I mean, Anyways, yeah, I think, yeah, it was dark skin, blonde hair. Um, tall, taller than the humans. Hmm. So, I believe it. What are you, where are you at? I think it's pretty cool. I like the theory. Mm-hmm. I like to believe it, so I will. I like it. I like that thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go, guys. That's our episode this week. We have one definite yes and one reluctant yes, but that's still <laughs> two yeses. It works. <laughs> it's been a while since we had a couple yeses. Ah, so, it's always good. Always good is. to get a yes. It is. Well, guys, keep coming back. Listening to us every week, shares with your friends, your family, your enemies, your rabbit that lives outside your home. I don't care. Just share us. Yeah. Follow, Follow us, us on, on Twitter. Oh. 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 Wow. Follow us on Twitter, but like I've said before, don't follow us in real life. Mm. Follow us. Don't follow us on Twitter and follow us in real life. Follow Jacob. I know don't. where he lives. DM me if you lives. want his at. Uh-uh. I know where Wade lives. Send a raven. And I will send you one back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, We'll see you guys next week. Until then, have a spooky week. Bye, everybody.